Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome in episode nine of the Whatcom County Football Podcast. I am your host, Ryland Spencer. Along with me, Tyler Anderson. Tyler, how are we doing? Oh, doing good. This is where it gets gets crazy for the rest of the county and the state. Yeah. Uh, kind of a, a maybe a, a little bit of a non-eventful weekend last weekend with uh, you know a couple of teams had had a buy or Linden had a buy, um, you know, and then you know, not exactly the greatest games in the in the northwest. 1A conference, kind of exactly what you expected almost from some scores. Um, but then a couple of couple of interesting games, a, a playoff game. Uh, uh, and actually, you know what? Let's just start right there. Let's start right there. Ferndale, 38-13 over Shorecrest. A game that uh, I think a lot of people probably expected Shorecrest. Maybe a little bit over their uh, over their skis, I guess, if you will. Uh, this year, they uh, actually had a, a real kind of a crazy uh, comeback win where they beat uh, Snohomish uh, by going for two late. It was kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, Ferndale kind of takes care of business. 38-13 uh, over Shorecrest. Tyler, what would you see in that one? Well, I mean, it was running against passing. Uh, this just in, the Scots like to throw the ball a little bit. I swear it was almost every play they were lined up to throw. Uh, but, but Ferndale looked really, really strong. Uh, the game was, you know, at the half it was 35-7, and there wasn't a whole lot in the second half to speak of, to speak of. Uh, Shortcrest did, you know, they were able to complete passes and move the ball down the field, but getting the ball in the end zone was tough. Ferndale um, ripped off some long plays. It's kind of what they've done all year. I don't know how many touchdowns they've scored that were longer than 50 yards, but it's probably more than anyone else in the county. And uh, Jacob Rossell just looked awesome in his final home game in his career. Uh, just so fast. I mean, his feet are, he's just so fast. And it was just so, he just jumps off the screen when you're watching film. And, uh, and I love that it's, he's not just a fast guy anymore. His power running between the tackles has been awesome this year. Uh, and, and, and all the youngsters after that, I mean, Isaiah Carlson, the freshman, Ryan Pelton, the sophomore, uh, these guys are really, really impressive. Uh, Landon Hatchett, you know, a freshman starting at center and defensive tackle. They got such a young, young team, and uh, to get their to get a win for their at their final game at home was really, really cool. Uh, they really set the tone early, and uh, and you know just picking up the win. And it was nice to see their their kicker attempt a field goal. I, I can't remember the last time Ferndale attempted a field goal. It might have been back in the Patrick Hagerty days. They 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 just like to line up and go for it all the time. So uh, that was kind of cool to see for me, anyways. And uh, it was just it looked like one of those. It seemed like Ferndale had a lot of those games this year where they put up a lot of points with a lot of big runs, and they did it again. Yeah, speaking of a lot of big runs, Jacob Purcell, 78 yards, 29 yards, 2 yards for touchdowns, 14 carries, 194 yards. Ryan Pelton, 8 carries, 103 yards. Uh, he also had a 50-yard touchdown run. Uh, Isaiah Carlson, a 54-yard touchdown reception. Uh, yeah, you heard that right. A reception. Um, Carlson, though, you mentioned seventy. Excuse me, seven carries, fifty-eight yards. I mean, they they did it. You know, kind of every which way it looks like. But uh, another awesome week by Jacob Rossell. What a way for him to go out his senior senior year. Correct. 
Oh yeah, it was it was yeah. it was just so cool and and, uh, and for him he's been following Gear and Hatchet on those sweeps for for the last three years and uh, and they they really made it they really made it count and kept their season alive. Yeah, and uh, well. They keep it alive for at least one more week. Uh, a big game this week with O'Day, top-ranked team in the state. So uh, best of luck to the Golden Eagles in that one. Uh, Tyler, let's talk about Liberty Blaine. Blaine, you know, really struggled all season and uh, kind of came to a, a uh, I mean, I wouldn't even say a crashing halt because, uh, you know, it, it, it ended kind of the way some of their games have gone this year. Uh, a interesting game from Oscar Caridad. He has 19 carries, 51 yards. Blaine only ended up with 39 yards rushing. How does one running back have more than the team, Tyler? Uh, well, you know, the couple of mishaps are when they're not giving them the ball. Uh, some some snaps over the quarterback head, uh, maybe a different carrier uh, getting stopped for a loss. doesn't happen very often. It did happen in this game. So, uh, you know, I, I remember back in 1989, Justin Lemoyne was a fantastic running back for Bellingham. They ran the... They ran the single back set, just a one back with uh, three three receivers or a double tight, and he carried the ball 215 times that year. The whole team carried it 262. Well, he ran for 1,283 yards. The team ran for 1,250. So, it, that, so for for it to happen for an entire season is ridiculous. Uh, he was he was but he was the guy on that team, and he just throwing some sacks uh, with the quarterback. And there you go. He had he had he outrushed his own team. And that's what happened with Oscar Caridad in this game against Blaine. You know, Liberty looked so strong. They scored on their first three offensive plays. And, uh, whoa, whoa. Three yeah. offensive plays? Yes. So I'm looking at the box score here. 56-yard touchdown run, 60-yard touchdown run, 58-yard touchdown run. And you're telling me that was the first three times they even touched the ball. Yes. And then they scored a safety before they touched the ball the next time. So... It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough, um, and it was shocking because all those runs were right up the middle. And I thought, where's the stud Gavino Rodriguez that, that stops all these? He was out because of a concussion. Uh, it was really too bad, and it really, it really showed. So, um, is he a yeah, senior? Yeah, he's a senior. So, it's a, it's a rough one. You know, a three-year starter on both sides of the ball. Just a, just an amazing player. It's. Uh, you know, it, it was tough uh, that he wasn't able to play, but yeah, it was just you know to end the season that way. Um, I hope they you know they they turn things around next year. It's going to be you know like the stands, the the new stadium would be all ready, uh, grass I believe for one more year. I I'm not 100% sure, but I know turf is coming in. I don't know if it'll be in before the 2020 football season, but uh, sometimes a, a new a new uh, surrounding, a new layout it can kind of give you a little bit of hope. And, uh, you know, I remember the Broncos, they switched jerseys and then boom, they win the Super Bowl a couple times, yeah. you know, and, uh, and when the Seahawks went to the NFC, they, they switched jerseys at the same time. And, and you know, you try to kind of create everything new at the same time and, yeah. and maybe something like that can happen for, for a Blaine and for next year. And, uh, but for this year, the season is wrapped up. There's something really strange about getting new jerseys and all of a sudden becoming good or a new logo. Uh, yeah, and you're I've right. A new logo. Into it before, and it's funny you mention it, kind of because you and I are both psychos like that. Uh, yeah. I, I remember the Mariners. You know, they they went to the logos that we see now, and next you know they were in the playoffs and had a good stretch in the '90s. And uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 crazy. There's actually been a lot of examples of that happening, but uh, yeah, you know, hopefully for Blaine, uh, you know, maybe a, a new stadium if they get the new turf this year. Just a new stadium alone should be enough to, you know, maybe rejuvenate some things and get some things going and uh you know i'm confident that they'll be back next year and probably look a little bit different maybe maybe um you know uh, a little bit better than what we saw this year uh but you know that's kind of the way things go you know when you play in that tough conference and the tough league that they did this is kind of the, some of the things that happen uh speaking of tough conference tough league let's talk about the two games in the 1a northwest conference linden christian 42 nothing over meridian mount baker 27 nothing over nooksack valley uh i mean kind of i guess in a way we'll say what you would have expected uh both of those teams to win tyler let's talk about uh i mean it looks like trajan scouting had himself quite the day <laughs> yeah, four touchdown passes, and they were all, you know, they, these weren't like, here, I'm going to throw a five-yard pass to you, and you, well, I guess the first one was with Corkle, but other than that, they were deep, beautiful throws that were caught, um, 
yeah, he, he really had himself a game. Uh, looked just fantastic out there. Uh, Jackson Corkill touched the ball twice in that game, scored two, two touchdowns. Really cool to see Bryce Bauman catch a couple of long touchdown passes. This is a kid that, coming into the season, if someone said, who's the second best quarterback in the Northwest Conference 1A? Because obviously Scouten was kind of the guy. Yeah. I said, I said, I think it's Bryce Bauman, and he's the backup to Scouten. I, I was like, he was, he's, he's great at quarterback. He's a fantastic quarterback. He played a few games last year when Scouten was banged up. And this year, you know, they, they just wanted him on the field. You want your best 11 on the field, especially when you're playing 1A. You don't have a lot of bodies out there. And so uh, he moved to wide receiver, and he hasn't been putting up huge numbers, but for him to catch a couple long touchdown passes was really cool. He's a really good safety. And, um, and they've had Logan Dykstra be the backup quarterback. They're kind of grooming him for next year. So Bauman's kind of the odd man out. He puts his hand up and says, I'll, I'll play wherever you want, wherever you need me. Um, play some wide receivers had, and had some great, you know, had some great plays out there. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of that running, like just kind of give the ball to a couple different guys, but really the passing game was just awesome. And, uh, man, they looked really, really sharp. It's, you know, Lennon, Lennon Christian's that team right now that every single week for the last month has gotten better and better. I don't know. I can't think of maybe any other team that in the last month has looked that much better every week heading into the state tournament. Yeah, as you mentioned, some uh, some big-time stats here, uh, Trajan Scouting. Nine of 12 passing, one interception, but he had, uh, what do I see here, four touchdowns, 235 yards on just nine completions. I mean, yeah. that's absolutely insane. Uh, you mentioned Bauman. Two, uh, two catches, 85 yards, two touchdowns. Yep. 48 yards, 37 yards. I mean, that's a that's a big day from that young man. Uh, a senior, correct? Yeah, senior. So final Northwest Conference game. Uh, they do play at home this week. Uh, so I guess it, this week will be his last home game because any game from that point on, I would assume, would be at, uh, as far as a home game goes, would be at Civic Stadium. Uh, Mount Baker. Uh, Tyler, tell me this. Is this – so when I see 27 – nothing over Nooksack Valley. I, I see a game that I think should be a much bigger, you know, difference between the two teams. Is this a game where do you, do you feel like maybe Mount Baker kind of went easy on, uh, on little brother, if you will? <laughs> no, uh, I was at the game. I was there the whole time standing on the sideline and the whole time I was there the whole time. I did you not saw leave. a full game. I saw a full game. You'd be so proud of me. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I even did an interview at the end. It was fantastic. Um, and cold. But, yeah, it was, I mean, it was not, the first half was, you know, it was kind of what I expected. But in the second half, uh, Nooksack played great. Uh, and it was just, you know, a couple mistakes here. They would drive down the field and then throw an interception. Or, you know, something would kind of happen. And, and Baker, they I don't, I, I don't want to say that they took it easy on Little Brother because last year in week nine, they lost this game to, to Nooksack. That's so, right. They so did. I think that, I don't think that, so they went into it kind of going, okay, you know, we need to, we need to be serious here. And, and I, and I know that Coach Lepper knew going into this that they had the draw. Uh, Lyndon Christian already won on Thursday night. So they knew that all they needed to do was get the win. And so they weren't, they weren't playing around at all. The one thing that they did do a little bit was they they threw it around a little bit. They, yeah, I was going to say, Tyler, yeah. uh, I, I was going to tell you that you had your box score wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm looking at a young man here from Mount Baker with 16 or 24 for 240. What the heck am I looking at? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, I think that when I asked Coach Lepp after the game, I was like, you know, is uh, you're trying something? I mean, what do you, you know, because he was thrown on first down, second down. Um and he just kind of said, you know, in the playoffs, there's gonna there's gonna come to those points when you need to throw the ball, and we can't just we can't just run it 80 percent of the time, you know. Uh, so, and Jacoby is he's not gonna, you know, he doesn't have a cannon, but he's so calm and so like just even keeled, and he puts it on the money where where you want it on the run, on a slant pattern, on a hitch, on a go. He just kind of just puts it there, puts it there, puts it there. And you got two different receivers that are very different. You got Garrett Smith, who's 6'3". He's going to try to basketball stud. He's going to out-jump you for it. 
Um, he can break some tackles. And then you got Aiden Rodriguez at 5'7", that's just going to whiz by you. But he'll jump up and get the ball and make all sorts of plays. Uh, he had a heck of a game receiving. He plays that wing back, but when they go double wide, he splits out as a flanker. So, um, and they, you know, the running game was struggling a little bit. Uh, Nooksack really keyed on the run, and maybe that's another thing that Coach Lepper saw, and they, you know, decided to go to the air a little bit more. So, uh, but the Mount Baker defense was just, my goodness. I mean, four interceptions on the day. Waylon Kentner had, you know, seven solo tackles, ten assisted tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, and he intercepted the first pass of his career. Just a monster game at linebacker. Uh, I believe some one of us had him for the defensive player of the week, and uh, and he really just he really like just had that awesome game that a senior does heading into the tournament. So uh, you know, really really proud to see those guys play play well. Scout Wittern on Nooksack, he had an awesome game too. He had eight solo tackles, two tackles for loss. He forced a fumble, blocked a punt, uh, and he's only a junior. Really, really, really active uh, safety that I'm excited for next year to see him play. Yeah, uh, Tyler, tell me this. Do you, uh, I don't know if you have this easily available. When was the last time they threw more than 20 times in a game? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Well, I think against Royal in the playoffs last year. Because uh, when they, they were, were down. Right, but... Uh, Makes sense. But the last time they completed more than 16 passes in a game was 2009. So How about this? How about when was the last time they had over 200 and... Well, let's just say, when was the last time they had 240 or more <laughs> yards passing? Well, there's been a few games. Caleb Bass threw for 200 yards a few times. Uh, oh, yeah. I know... I know long touchdowns or... Right. And yeah. I, and Mason Ma- Mason Bass, I know, had almost a 300-yard game against Nooksack. Probably yeah. four, four well, years ago. Actually, so. you know, we just talked about it here... You know, Trajan Scouting only completed nine passes, but it went for right. 235 yards. Right. Uh, Mason Jacoby completes uh, 16 passes for 240. That's seven more passes and only five more yards. Yeah. So seven more completions. Yeah. Right. Or excuse me. Yeah. Seven more completions <laughs> completed. Yeah. Trajan, he actually, Trajan Scouting had half as many attempts as attempted. <laughs> Right, it's just some pretty crazy numbers here in the uh, Northwest One A Conference. But w- what do you expect from the craziest conference of them all? You know, I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> it's unbelievable what goes on up there. But uh, definitely two teams, uh, Linden Christian, Mount Baker, that I think uh, should be very very high, uh, providing they get wins this weekend, which right. I think we can all agree they probably should. But you still got to play the games. Uh, but both of those teams get wins this weekend. Should be looking at at least a couple of home games, uh, maybe maybe a little bit more for uh, either of these two teams. Uh, Tyler, let's talk about Squalicum and Edmonds Woodway. This is a playoff game, but it was really just a seeding type game. Sure. Uh, these two teams were both the number two. So with the win, Squalicum, 28-7 over Edmonds Woodway. With the win, they get a home game next week against the mighty Juanita Rebels of Kirkland, Washington. Uh who were state champs a couple times in the eighties, but you know, outside of oh, like one or two years here and there, we've actually been, I mean, the rebels have been pretty bad, um, <laughs> but let's talk about that game. Schlenbaker, yeah. 178 yards, well below his average, <laughs> uh, rough week for that young man. Uh, he had two touchdowns, 16, 51 yards. Uh, Mason Benning, two touchdown passes. Nice for uh, Schlenbaker to give a couple of touchdowns over to Mason Benning. Uh, let's talk about that one. 28-7, but it wasn't uh, exactly the maybe the game 
they were hoping for. It was only 14 nothing at halftime, 0-0 at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, it was it was strange. It was uh, it, it kind of went fast, and then when you started watching it, you just realized, man, Squalicum just just whooped them. And then you looked at the score and said, yeah, it was only 28-7, really? It just kind of seemed like a kind of a goofy game um, from that standpoint. It, it, it was one of those that was kind of hard for me to wrap my head around and make sense of. Uh, the Skullgum defense was just fantastic. I mean, they held you know Edmonds Woodway to under 100 yards of total offense. Uh, Edmonds Woodway scored their touchdown on defense uh, when the backups were in and the ball went over the quarterback's head and then it bounced around and a, and a, and a warrior picked it up and scored. So, uh, they, they, you know, the Edmonds Woodway offense didn't do a whole lot. Um, and it was... You know, it was kind of methodical. You know, Slim Baker. You know, give him the ball, give him the ball, give him the ball, and and uh, and then he'll break a few for for a touchdown. But you're right; it did kind of take a while. Um, Diedrich Mitchell looked awesome on offense uh, and and defense, and but really, it was kind. Of, it was I keep saying it was that front seven of the Squalcom defense: uh, Bryson Lamb, Caesar Vasquez, Slim Baker, Adam McCluskey. Those guys just they just dominated and. And, uh, you know, and, and time was just going because Edmonds Woodway, you know, was kind of running the ball, not doing anything. They completed a few passes. It was just it was just kind of a weird game. And when you, like I said, when you watch it, you would expect a 40 nothing score at the end, and it wasn't that. Yeah, and that's uh, kind of one of those crazy things where, uh, you know, every now and then teams, I'll say, kind of get dominated, but the box score or the, uh, the you know, the, the final score doesn't necessarily show it. Uh you mentioned Mitchell, eight receptions, 109 yards on the night, two touchdowns. Uh, Binning, 13 of 21, 143 and two touchdowns. So, uh, good win for the uh, Squalicum Storm. Um, and I would say best of luck for them this week. But for those of you who don't know, I am a Juanita grad, so it pains me that I even had to pick Squalicum this week. But you know what? I will say this: if there's like a team in the Northwest Conference that maybe I've like kind of adopted as a team that I love watching, yeah. it's be Squalicum because yeah. I, I love Coach Lucy, uh, a big fan of of excuse me, Javensky Schlen Baker. Uh, I don't know why. Seems like I just have seen a lot of that team over the yeah, years. Yeah, you have come play, up and seen them. Yeah, they they play so many Saturday games. Yeah, and it's just always worked out that at least once a year seems like two, three times a year, I get to see those guys. So uh, I'll say good luck to them this weekend. <clears throat> Go Rebels. But uh, let's move on. Seahome <laughs> over Burlington Edison. Burlington Edison, team that really struggled, struggled this year. But it, this was a close game all throughout. And, uh, you know, it looks like um, it was 14-6 at halftime. And then it became 20-6. to And then they kind of had to hold on in the end. Yeah, it was it, it was it was close. Uh all the way throughout at the end, it was, you know, it was, you know, a, a six point game with Burlington in the red zone. And it was kind of like, okay, I mean, watching the film, I already knew the outcome, but I'm watching and, and seeing, wow, they, they were getting closer. Uh, and they had a, they were, they threw a pass into the end zone that was intercepted by your boy Tim Mollo. So that kind of helped out with Seahawks. Yeah, I didn't they, pick him this week, so I see he had a good year, a good, another good night. Of course, and so uh, so then he so then Seahom ended up giving the ball back to the Tigers late, and then on the Tigers' first play, they throw another interception to Dawson Smith, the middle linebacker, right over the middle, and uh, and that kind of you know put the dagger in. So two late interceptions by Seahom uh, sealed the deal, which is kind of cool because I think their defense has been really unsung this year. A lot of people look at Jacob Kaepernick and his passing numbers, and you know throwing for six touchdowns in one half and. They're dynamic receivers, and their running game is starting to come along now. And and when I look at the defense, I see basically 11 guys that have been there since the beginning, which is kind of cool. You see kind of the same guys. I mean, there's been a few interchangeable parts, you know, at nose tackle or maybe a corner here or there. But for the most part, it's been the same guys, uh, game in and game out. And you can rely on Riley Bear getting a sack and a tackle for loss. You can... You can rely on Dawson Smith loading up the tackles. You can rely on Colin Dorsch making plays at the line of scrimmage from a strong safety spot. You can rely on on uh, Tim Mollo getting either a bunch of tackles because it's a passing team, or or you know, or he'll knock passes down. Or I think he, now he has four interceptions on the year. There's been certain guys that just kind of 
the whole defense as a whole has really has really been strong. And I don't think that um, I've talked enough about them. And uh, and it really, you know, it really came through against Burlington. I, I was really happy with the way they played. And uh, you know, the offense. You know they did their they did their thing again. You know Tamalo is kind of the main guy. Malloy Nelson's a great weapon. Jacob Jacob Kaepernick is gonna you know he's already holds every home passing record. Uh, and like I said, the running game is 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 just getting stronger every week. Uh, Coach Beeson won the uh, Seahawks Coach of the Week award, uh, which is pretty cool. So to go down to Burlington, I know that they're I know that they are down th this year, but. Uh, for the you know Burlington was the higher seed they were hosting and for Seahome to go down there get the win uh, is really really cool for them so uh, and they get that matchup against Linden which will be interesting yeah pretty interesting game this week uh, I just recorded a podcast a little bit before this one with uh, the scores are and he actually has that game pretty close he has Linden winning that game but it was pretty close I don't remember the exact score off the top of my head but uh, he's he's high on He's high on the Mariners. He likes Sea Home a lot, so uh, we'll see what happens there. Linden obviously coming off of a bye last week, uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting game, Tyler. Um, I believe is that it for games from last week, other than well, there was the game last, last night, game. right? Yeah, yeah, uh, I think you're last, right. Think... Well, last night, if you're hearing this on Wednesday, which you're probably not, because we probably won't even post it till almost Thursday, so. We're talking about Tuesday night's game at Granite Falls, Tiger Stadium at Granite Falls High School. Uh, Meridian takes care of business 44-8 to over the Granite Falls Tigers. Uh, that eliminates Granite Falls and sets up Meridian with a game this weekend against the Kings Knights at Kings High School on Saturday at 7 p.m. Uh, I was at this game, yeah. and it was pretty much exactly what I expected. I am a little surprised when I look at the numbers and I see 248 yards rushing from Meridian. It didn't seem like that much because it didn't seem like they had to go very far most of the night. Uh, right. I, I mean, just quick numbers off the top of my head here. That'd be what 300 over 400 yards of offense from Meridian. If you would have told me it was over 400 yards, I would have told you no. You're probably wrong. Right. Um, because it just it just really didn't seem like they had to go more than about 40 or 50 yards each time they got the ball. Yeah. Well, the second half they just handed it off every play, so they just yes. kind of picked up chunks that way, and that's kind of what happened. So yeah. Yeah, I was I was pretty impressed. Cameron Webster, he's not the uh, the best quarterback in Whatcom County, but he is really good at running that offense. And, uh, you know, the, the way that he uh, is able to, you know, not only uh, make some plays with his feet, but also with his arm. Uh, it, I'll tell you what, Meridian is a team. I think they have a really good shot at beating Kings this weekend and getting into the state tournament. It might be the ugliest trip they've ever made to the state tournament, but this is going to be a trip that they will probably treat just as any other because the fact of the matter is, is they've had, I'll just say it, they've had a pretty rough year, and for them to be able to get a shot at even getting into the state tournament is truly impressive, and you got to give a lot of credit to the athletes and the coaching staff over there at Meridian. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, their their schedule was, was brutal. Uh, you know, planning brutal. Seed, like, planning it, yeah, I mean, Tyler, planning brutal it. is like an <laughs> understatement. I, I mean, Amador out of California yeah. is really really good yeah i was at that game that was i man those guys can fly can hit they're huge um yeah i mean it, it was brutal i mean playing cedro uh, and playing Lind or Linden christian twice and baker twice i mean it was just it was tough and and um and for them to bounce back you know what five days after getting shut out by Linden christian you know kind of says something right there and and you're right the coaching staff uh, Bob Ames, I mean, that was the win 331 on his career, uh, but who's counting? He, you know, just, he <laughs> always knows how to, you know, get the best out of his players. They love playing for him. They love playing yeah, for him. Yeah, and you can see it. Like, Total. you can see it on the sideline. Yeah. You can see, I don't know who the ball boys were, yeah. but you can see that those guys are like, I mean, like, they were raring to get in there and play for coaches. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's, you know, in downtown Laurel, it's every kid's dream to be able to play for Coach Ames. They just they just <laughs> hope that down Laurel. Yeah, I mean they don't they don't have a post office, but hey, it's I don't think it's an official city either. But I don't know um, who called it Laurel this week. Um, like I saw somebody post it somewhere, 
And uh, I started cracking up because outside of probably like Laurel, I don't know that anybody ever calls it Laurel. You know, like right. You go outside of Whatcom County, and they definitely don't call it Laurel. No, I mean, I mean everybody yeah. calls it Bellingham. Yeah, I mean it's just kind of a, a corner of Bellingham, yeah. and it's a it's a, a borough or a, it's, it's a, a road that'll get you from Linden to to Ferndale. Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, and it used. To, I mean, back in the day, I mean it was kind of it was a it was a high school that. You know, I mean, I'll just say it back. I'm saying like back in the 50s and 60s, it was a high school maybe that if, the, if, the, if there was a kid that was a troublemaker, you know, you would take him out. It was centrally located in the county. So you would take him out of that school and they would have them transferred to, to Bel or to, I'm sorry, to, to Meridian. And it was just kind of one of those odd places in the county where a lot of the kids didn't grow up with each other. You know, the football, I mean, the sports just didn't, it wasn't. A huge deal and when coach Ames showed up in 1974 um you know he even told me about it years ago he said you know i walked in and the hallways were institution pink that was the the color you know it was it was a different it was a, just a different uh, uh you know surrounding and 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 he built it into this unbelievable you know team and community and now there's a brand new school there and it's just beautiful and, uh, you know, I mean, he's going to channel his, his, his inner Eeyore all the time and say, oh, you know, we're not very good. And, and well, they're not. Uh, like that's <laughs> they, they could win a state championship and not be very good. Yeah. But, you know, he'll say, oh, we're going to finish fifth. Uh, you know, I'm like, coach, but it's a four team league. And he's like, yeah, but Linda <laughs> Christian's JV looks really good. You know, well, you know, and, Tyler, I think the most impressive thing about last night is how they managed to do it, especially with an offensive line. Everybody's under 185 pounds. Yeah, how do they do it? I yeah. just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, They're I know the only when Z in the state that has every guy under five feet and under 160 pounds. Under six feet. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, me. yeah, six yeah. Feet. Uh, and and I can relate to that, but I'm not well, playing offensive line. Your size, I'm surprised you weren't the starting quarterback. At <laughs> oh man, hey, you know, funny story. My first ever football game, I was a starting quarterback against Meridian in seventh grade. But we won't we won't go into that too much. Um, I, I I'm not even gonna I don't even want to talk about it. I just let's let's, let's just, just move that, on right yeah, from there. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just move on. That. Let's talk, Tyler. Who do you got? Uh, big time performer offensively. Who's your player of the week? I I mean, there's not exactly a ton of choices, but I think there's a couple of them that maybe stand out a little bit more than most. Yeah. Oh uh, man. I you know um, Jacob Rossell. Um, number uh, one. Trajan Scouten. Boom, number two. Uh, and, you know... And I had I one mean, more. Who was Mason? It? Mason Jacoby, I thought, from yes, Baker. Yes, the quarterback from Mount Baker? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Those were my three that I was thinking of. Yeah, and, and you know, um, obviously Schlem Baker had an awesome game, but it wasn't his normal game. Yeah, he's uh, literally being punished because he didn't get to 200 <laughs> yards. Like, well, they, these other three players are vying for the Schlem Baker award right now, so I think <laughs> yes. it's okay. Literally yeah. named it after him, <laughs> so they're picking up his award. I mean, he's going to have to give it over. I don't know if he will actually do it or not. No, but, but uh, he'll probably make up for it by running for about nine thousand yards on weekend <laughs> this week. Um, I think we got to go. I mean, is, you know what, Tyler? This is a tough one, and I don't. You're never going to get me to be like, oh, let's give it to Co guys. But I'll tell you what, Jacoby. I think he really deserves something here. Um, but Trajan Scouting is a guy that. You know, he's, he's he's split some time this year with uh, Logan Dykstra, and I tell you what, that's a huge game from him. Jacob Brissell, I'm sure we've probably given it to him at some point in the past. Right. Uh, and, I mean, let's face it, with the way that guys have put up numbers this, this year in the uh, in the rushing category, he didn't get to 200. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think we can give it to him. The Schlenbaker Award, if you don't rush for 200, I don't know that you can get it. Right. So, uh, you know, I mean – Unless there's somebody from Liberty we want to give it to, I think we got to go with either uh, Jacoby or Scouten. So I'll let you take a pick. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, man. Well. Let you make the enemies up there. You know what? Yeah, I'm <laughs> <a stranger scout. laughs> 
four touchdown passes. Yeah, yeah, and he's the senior. Pass. You know, J- Jacoby's a junior. Uh, yeah. So I would go scouting, the, you know, the senior. And, we'll uh, give it to Trajan scouting. Yeah, and he even split time 12, in that game. Yeah. Uh, what is that, 75% exactly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. it is. Uh, yeah. How about that? 75% of your passes, you deserve it. Trajan scouting, 9 of 12, 235, four touchdowns. I mean, he had almost half of his completions were touchdowns. Yeah. As Lennon Christian wins 42 nothing over Meridian. So congratulations to Trajan scouting. Tyler, let's talk about defense. Who do you got on the defensive side of the ball? Well, there's there was a few guys that I mentioned earlier. Waylon Kittner and Scout Winnard uh, against each other both had awesome games. Uh, Michael Bernard at Ferndale as a safety had three tackles for loss. He was so good at at shooting in on those quick passes and and making the tackle behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, a lot of the guys on Squalicum did, did did amazing, but I have to go with Waylon Kittner. Uh, he was in on 17 tackles. Three and a half for loss. Intercepted his first pass in his career as a three-year starter at linebacker. He's usually not really in the passing zones, and um, but he was in, in this game. Got an interception. Um, he just he was all over the place. I got to give it to Waylon Kentner, the senior linebacker at Mount Baker. Awesome. Well, congratulations to those two young men. It, Tyler, anything uh, stand out in terms of? Uh, Special teams this week. Anybody? Uh, anybody do anything big? Yeah, I didn't. There was no kick returns for a touchdown. Um, you know, uh, James, uh, James Worth, the kicker for uh, Ferndale, he was five for five. Plus, he hit a field goal, which was cool. Um, well, but other than that, that, yeah, we'll, James we'll Worth, we'll yeah. the, uh, the Tyler Anderson kicker award. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Uh, <clears throat> you know what? If anything, we'd probably have to give it to like a Sankowski or uh, I mean. Probably Michael Kanan from there uh, you go, Michael yeah. Kanan. That's the that's the perfect one. Yeah. The Michael Kanan kicking award, uh, or the Kanan's kickers is what we'll call it. There you go. Uh, that award will go to uh, who the heck was I? Yeah, James that. James Worth from James Ferndale. Worth. Yes, from Ferndale. Hey, yeah. perfect, yeah. right? Yeah, Ferndale exactly. Uh, so, uh, congratulations to those young men. Um, shoot, Tyler, who the heck did we even pick last week for our fantasies? <laughs> well, I I know I picked Waylon Kenner and he did great on yes, defense. Yes, you did. Oh, that's uh, why you gave him the award. That's hey, right. his no, his stats stand out this year on defense or th- this past week on defense. Um, I remember I doubled up on somebody, didn't I? Yeah, probably. I mean, we got to write these things down. It, we're so busy with seeing so many teams yes. and watching so many you plays. Know what? I and feel like I had Dane Winter as one of them. Yeah, yeah, Dane Winter on on defense, I believe, uh, and. He had, no he had a pretty good you know game. what we'll we'll write this week's <laughs> down and we'll come back and we'll actually be professional about this in the future yeah. um, let's see here uh i see one two three four five extra points from uh den blaker bliker however you say it next week i promise the people the good people of whatcom county next week tyler is reading a riddle uh i'm about halfway done with it it's going to be funny you'll love it um tyler won't so it's even better uh the pickums last week everybody undefeated yeah uh second week in a row i believe uh we're zoning we... in tyler we're yeah we're, exactly. we're locked in we, we can't be defeated at this point uh you already you already know uh kind of know next week's we're not all picking the same teams again are we I uh, I don't know. I know that while we're doing this uh, podcast, that Jeff sent in his picks to make a big bling in our ears, but um, but so I, 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 I just haven't looked at everything. Something. Yeah, and I, I haven't looked ahead too much, um, and so I've already gotten my guest pickers' picks. Uh, I've gotten Eric's. I got. I so yeah, I've gotten everybody's. I just haven't really looked at them yet. So um, not quite sure if we all pick the same teams again. And if you're listening to this. Uh, Jeff would also like to know uh, if any of you guys out there have tried the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Uh, he wants to know uh, what people are fighting and killing each other over. So if you, if, if you, if you have tried it, uh, send us a message. Let us know uh, if you've tried it, what you think of the Popeye's chicken sandwich. That's a shout out to Jeff. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I've made a lot of fun of that guy over the, over the uh, first, what, eight weeks of this podcast. Now I'm going to try to help him out, get him an answer on that, uh, on, the, on the Popeye's chicken uh, question. Uh, Tyler, let's talk about um, let's talk about a young man, uh, <laughs> 2003 graduate of Linden Christian. Mark Holloman was our uh, guest picker last week. Flawless. He, yeah. He's six and zero on the week. Unbelievable week for him. Talk to us. Tell us about Mark Holloman. Oh man, well. 
when I, when I think back at the time when I wrote for the Bellingham Herald from 99 to 06, uh, I got to see a lot of athletes in multiple sports. And if, if someone asked me, because nobody ever has, but if someone ever said, hey, who was your favorite athlete that you covered? Uh, it'd probably be Mark Holloman. I was, I, it, everything he did was so dynamic, explosive. Um, as a quarterback, he kind of reminded me of the Texas A&M version of Johnny Manziel. You know, you just, you know, kind of a smaller guy out there, about six foot, 180 pounds. Um, Tyler, but, I have a feeling Johnny Manziel would have got kicked out of Linden Christian. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> uh, but, but he was a guy that, but Coleman was a guy that just, he just kind of looked like you, there was no way you were going to settle him down. You know, he, and he was just so much quicker and ever faster. And he, he, I mean, he had a cannon for an arm, um, just making plays all over the field. I remember a play that against Granite Falls, I, I believe it was Granite Falls, um, I can't remember exactly, it might, it might have been Lakewood, where he, he took the ball from center, under under center, and he kind of went to pitch it, like just kind of went to his left to pitch it, and the running back was not there. And he and he caught it in midair. He ran and caught it midair and ran for like a 70-yard touchdown. It was unbelievable. I was covering that game, and I just, I just put my hands up like, I, who's ever seen something like that? And then... You see him on defense as a strong safety. He kind of had his own position. Uh, Coach came in to just kind of let him do whatever he wanted to do. And he kind of reminded me of like a Troy Polamalu. He was just a guy that could close on the ball, make plays. He was an all-state defensive back. Um, Coach Kimmich would say that he'd have to hold him out of practice because he, he thought he was going to injure all of his teammates. Uh, you know, he only had one speed. Go, go, go all the time. Um, you know, he brought his team to the semifinals his junior and senior year he was a second team all-state quarterback his senior year and then on the basketball floor he's he's hitting nba range threes uh on the on the in, in baseball he's he's touching 90 plus from the mound um just an overall amazing amazing athlete uh and and about i don't know five years ago or so uh when i was kind of putting together like the top 500 list and all that um, I was doing these birthday shout-outs, and I would, you know, I would find kids' birthdays, and I'd write about them, uh, former high school football players, and and I did this huge shout-out for Mark on his birthday, which was October 25th, and uh, he wrote me a message just saying, "Hey, man, thanks for everything you do, and thanks for the shout-out. It means a lot to me." And he was living in Texas at the time, but he was going to come home and and uh, and visit his family for a couple weeks uh, over that next summer. And he invited me over for dinner. I got, you know, I met his parents. They were super nice. I mean, it was just like, he's just the friendliest guy ever. I mean, big hug. Uh, and to me, because of what I do, he was like an idol to me. I mean, he's younger than me. But to me, it was like, man, I'm meeting Mark Holloman. Are you kidding me? And he wants me to come over for dinner. And he's asking me what, what I like on my hamburger. I mean, this is, this is, <laughs> this is ridiculous, you know. I was so excited. And, and we just talked about stories about all the games he played in. And then uh, he, he worked, uh, he used to work for the Seattle Seahawks. And so uh, at one point he was like, hey, you know, do you have like a man cave? Do you collect stuff? I'm like, yeah, kind of. And he goes, hang on just a moment. He goes upstairs and he comes down with a with an official NFL football signed by Matt Hasselbeck. And he's like, hey, here you go. Can, you want this? I'm like, I would love it, you know. And, and, and he just, you know, he was just so thankful for everything. And um, just an awesome guy. And I remember a couple years ago at a softball tournament, I was having a rough day. Uh, my girlfriend, you know, and I just broke up the night before, and I was just, I was just not happy. And he was, and he saw me at the tournament, and he was like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" I was like, "Yeah, it's not going good." And he goes, "I'll, I'll, I'll cheer you up on my first at bat. I'm gonna hit one out for you." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." And he did. And as soon as, and as he's rounding first, he's he's looking at me like, "That that one's for you, man." And I'm just like, and it, it just. He's kind of that larger-than-life figure to me, and, and he's a guy that uh, that I'm proud to call a friend. Um, and it was really cool that he agreed to do this, and of course he was super humble about it. Um, and it's cool to see him go six and zero, and and just a really successful guy in life. And anything he he does has been great. And so uh, I was just really happy for him. So thanks a lot, Mark. That was pretty awesome of you to agree to do this with us. Tyler, I have a couple of questions. Uh, yeah. Coming from all of that. Okay. One, what would you like on your burger? <laughs> oh, man. I like lettuce, tomatoes, cheese, bacon, and barbecue sauce. 
Well, the burger bastard would not be happy with all those vegetables. Okay. But let me tell you that. Uh, okay. Also, is he is he still living in the area now? He is now, yes. He's in Whatcom County now. All right. What's he do? I mean, is he coaching? Is he doing anything? What's he doing? Well, yeah. I mean, I, don't, I mean, he's he's kind of an entrepreneur type guy. You know, he's uh, he's kind of uh, all over the place. I know that he just got married recently. Uh, he's not on he's not on Facebook anymore, so I, I don't get to catch up with him as much and find out kind of what he's doing. So, um, but I'm so I'm not exactly sure what he does. Well, uh, luckily I guess you finally have a phone that texts. Yeah, I'm sure that's how you. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that's how you corresponded to make this happen. Yeah, it, it was, and and um, you know, uh, thanks for bringing that up again. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he, I mean, out of nowhere, he'll be like, hey, let's go get, you know, let's go get a coffee, which to me means hot chocolate, because I don't drink coffee, but, uh, you know, just <laughs> st stuff like that. I mean, it's it's just awesome to catch up with him, and it's still, I'm kind of in awe of him, and, and he's he doesn't take it as a, you know, as a weird thing to him. He, you know, to, to him, I'm just his friend, and, and I still, you know, I put him on a pedestal, and I, and I still kind of, like I said, I'm in, I'm in awe of him, and and uh but he's super gracious about it and um yeah really i mean just awesome family you know just yeah just great overall guy well thank you to mark holloman for uh being the guest picker last week uh tyler who's who's going to be the guest picker this week uh you're not going to get it out of me come on uh, it's always worth a shot <laughs> uh, it is someone on. that you know though for sure Oh, well, I like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, do we normally go, what do we normally do here? Preview or do we go uh, our players of the, or no, we go, we go, we got to do the previews first right. of the games. Then we talk about who the uh, players are. So <clears throat> let's, uh, let's just kind of look around three and seven Meridian going to head to Kings on Saturday, 7 p.m. We mentioned Kings four and five on the year. Uh, oddly enough, Kings with the second best record overall out of the North Sound uh, League. I think it is North Sound League. Uh, as Cedar Park Christian seven and two will come up and take on Linden Christian. They are also, or they are seven and one. Uh, that game will actually be played at Linden Christian, um, not anywhere else. Even though seems like everybody else is going to play somewhere else this week. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> Linden, they will be at Civic Stadium 4:30 p.m. Uh, taking on Seahome. That is Friday night. Followed up by Juanita two and seven coming in to beat Squalicum seven and two. That's a seven p.m. game. <laughs> uh, um, let's see here. Friday five p.m. Ferndale uh, takes on O'Day at Seattle Memorial Stadium. If you want to know somewhere good to eat, uh, I got a couple of spots that I named. Or uh, I know one of them. Did I name two? Oh no. You know what it is? Big Mario's. Uh, Big Mario's is a is a good pizza spot. You can get them by the slicer. You can get the full pie. Big Mario's pizza. It's it's about a I don't know four minute walk from the stadium. It's a great place. That sounds awesome. That sounds like if it was Mario's, it'd be okay. But Big Mario's, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna well, go. And you walk in, and they got this guy, like Italian looking dude, and he's got like a big old curly fro and a like a chef's hat on. You know, it's gonna be good za. I mean, yeah. You just know it is, and they've got their prices are decent for 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 downtown Seattle. Right. The other thing I'll mention is if you don't get a chance to get pizza or something before the game, you should be more than happy because you can go inside and their food in Seattle Memorial Stadium is awesome. Nice. They've got chicken strips, hot dogs, uh, burgers, all kinds of stuff. If you want to get a little sloppy, or if the kids are bugging you go get them some chili cheese fries they are absolutely incredible um another game friday night 7 p.m south Whidbey at mount baker i believe that's friday 7 p.m yes yes uh that game is actually going to be played at cedro woolly correct yeah that's right uh tom what is it tom mullen stadium i believe or tom mullen field i think it's stadium uh beautiful turf they have there at uh cedro woolly uh, and last but not least, I believe it's last but not least, one, two, three, four, five, yes. Last but not, not least, Nooksack Valley 2-7 and seven, taking on Oak Harbor 2-7. and seven. Uh, Tyler, let's just talk about the Pioneers a little bit. It's going to be their final game of the year. Uh, you know, how do they look moving forward? Are they younger? Are they kind of older? Are they going to graduate some guys? They're going to graduate a lot. Um, you know, they had a lot. They had a lot of seniors out there this year at a lot of different places, both sides of the ball. Uh, they bring back a couple... A couple of guys, Scout Scout Wittern is a is a guy that was their slot receiver 
this year, the, I, I just have a hunch he'll be moved to running back uh, with kind of their offense, the way that they use it. Uh, he was a safety as well. Very, very, very good. Um, he's also one of their punters. They line up with that two-punter formation, um, and he kicks off. I mean, he just he's one of those guys that's just going to do a lot of things. He's going to return punts. He's going to do everything. Uh, he's, he's coming back. Uh, Liam Coppinger is their left tackle, and he's a defensive end. He's going to come back. He's about 6'3", 230, big, strong kid. Uh, Aiden Connor, their kicker, is going to come back. And, I, you know, I see a couple of young, young guys. Um, I know Jacob Franson's a guard that's going to come back. Uh, but for the most part, it's a, it's very senior heavy. Um, but, you know, they have like a they have some big kids that are younger. They're like sophomores and freshmen. So, you know, if they kind of – and they put a lot of time in the weight room. They have a very nice weight room at, at Nooksack Valley. It was redone a couple years ago, and uh, they like to get after it in there. So – uh, usually you walk looks like by it to get to the to the. Field. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. You know what? I remember walking by it, looking, taking a quick peek inside, and thinking to myself, that was way better than what I would have expected from a, a place like a Nooksack Valley. A small school. Yeah, you're right. But they have they have a lot of uh, a lot of coaches that are that believe heavy in the weights, and and a lot of guys that played in college that 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 really push those weight or weights around and knows how valuable that is, and so you know they really really work hard at that. And they usually just have some big kids. I know uh, Dawson Kimball's another kid that was a sophomore, played a lot of linebacker. Uh, I believe that's Britt Lentz's nephew. And Britt Lentz was just a stud player in the 90s. He's on their coaching staff now. He went and played at Eastern Washington, played played linebacker. Uh, and so there's, um, you know, there's going to be some up-and-comers. I know there's another Eldridge kid, Cade Eldridge, that is a 6'3", 225-pound freshman Whoa. defensive end. So, uh, Hold on. yeah, that again? What was yeah, that? I, I know that you like that. Uh, yeah, 6'3", 225 freshman. He did get in. He hasn't played very much. Um, you know, he's playing some JV and stuff, so you can't give him so many quarters. But I saw him get in against Granite Falls and, and right away at a tackle for loss. And I was just really impressed with his size and the way he moves. And I know that the, that Eldridge family produces talent. So i um, excited to see him. Is there uh, an so yeah, there right now. Yeah, yeah. Cole Eldridge started the year at quarterback. Yes, and uh, was a good running quarterback. He's kind of finished the year as a as a receiver, um, and they moved Kelton the wide camp to quarterback. They just needed to get the ball in Cole Eldridge's hands in any way possible. I think they were just trying to move him around. Uh, he does he's the leading punter in Whatcom County. He's just a really good athlete. Uh, but yeah, they, you know, I, I have all the confidence in the world that they're going to get pretty good. I know it like at the junior high level and stuff. They got a lot of you, know, you see all these names like. Ackerman and Lentz and and you know and Hughes and these guys that are I know their dads were these amazing players that played high level college so and these kids are big they're all the ball boys and they're they're way bigger than I am and they're junior high kids and those fifth grade kids so I think the future is going to be pretty bright for Nooksack Valley uh, you might just have to wait a little bit but you know those 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 coaches they've all been together for a long time and and uh, they're such a they're such a uh, a vocal community, you know, they're one of my favorites in the in the county. Uh, they show me a lot of love, um, and they're very appreciative. And so I always try to uh, reward them with whatever I can do, and, and uh, show them all their stats, and they they really get excited about it. So I think they'll be all right. It's just a, it's just such a tough conference, you know. But yes. I think they'll be all right. I mean, that's the crazy thing. They could go undefeated, you know, out of conference, and uh, you know, lose two games in conference and not go anywhere. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No yeah, or excuse me, win two games in conference and not go anywhere. You know, like sure, yeah, it, it's just it, that conference is just so tough. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got to think that they're not too far off. No, do, no. So and I, you know, and they're gonna they're gonna go to Oak Harbor, who's a three A school. I know they're young, but they are a three A school. Yes. And and they and they it's kind of what happened last year. They were looking for a team to play in week ten. They just were looking, we're looking, we're looking. Teams were canceling on them, and then Stanwood said, "We'll do it." And Stanwood's a 3A team, and they, they handled Stanwood pretty easily. So, 
Uh, I think they that, have a good shot to do it again this week. Uh, Carpenter, yeah, two and yeah. seven. They really have struggled. Yeah, That's they're very thing. young. They're yeah. very, very young. So yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. Good luck to uh, Nooksack Valley this week, Tyler. Let's talk about let's talk about our picks, our fantasy picks. Um, we have been told not to pick Sea Home this week. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, I don't know if you want to throw his name out there, but I'm not going to mention any names. There might be an assistant coach that says we put this put the, <laughs> the X on a kid when we and, pick him. And you know what? He might be right. Yeah, maybe. I As actually, you know fact, what? He probably is right. <laughs> I did. I did have Malloy Nelson last week on offense. I just remembered that. Uh, he did, did. He did. He did catch one pass. Um, Which is so, about nine more than he would have if you wouldn't have picked him. <laughs> I know. So, uh, yeah. So, does that mean we just pick all Linden guys to go against them? Is that is that kind of? Or I mean, it doesn't matter. You well, do whatever if you, you want to give me the first pick. I will. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that. I'm picking on offense. I'm gonna go with a Linden guy. Okay. I, well, actually, he's not really on offense or defense. I'm going with the kicker. Oh, nice. I'm picking Marco Samukovic. Nice. That's who I'm picking. I. You know what? I think he's going to have a couple of extra points. He might even kick. Look, he's not kicking on 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 dirt, right? Exactly. He's You're right. He's off little rubber pellets or whatever they got in the turf up there at uh, Civic Stadium. I think he's going to have a couple of field goals. He might even hit a 50-yarder this week. <laughs> I'd love it. And uh, if he once he does kick that one field goal, he'll be the Whatcom County career leader. So I See, know he. It's almost I know like he knows I set that. you up. <laughs> yeah. It is almost like, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, we did not rehearse this. <laughs> Literally, we could no. not have rehearsed any of this. Uh, oh, no. No chance. <laughs> so, you pick offense and defense now. Okay, offense. Ooh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Aiden Rodriguez from Mount Baker. I just okay. think that. Uh, I think they're going to put up some points, and I think that they really liked what they found in throwing the ball last week. And. Uh, He's been a main target for Mason Jacoby, and uh, and then he'll take a couple reverses, a couple end of rounds, or a crisscross double handoff play, um, and he's just got those quick feet, and I believe he's going to break some long ones. Even if he only catches two or three passes and runs the ball two or three times, he'll probably have like 130 yards of total offense and get in the end zone, you know, twice or three times. So uh, that's just that's who I'm picking, Aiden Rodriguez for offense. And for defense, uh, I'm going to go, oh boy, let's see here. I'm going to go with, now let me, can I ask you a question really quickly? What do you got? Cedar Park Christian, are they running that, the Butch offense? Are they running I'm like a wing team? I'm almost 100% sure they are. Because okay. the guy that took over was one of uh, Butch's disciples. Okay, okay. So if you uh, didn't know, he's not coaching there. Okay, no, is, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that. He is full time with the Seattle Dragons. It was initially announced that he was going to do both, but eventually okay. he stepped aside. Okay, it's um, Nas Hopoi who played at a uh, University of Washington. Oh, okay. Uh, well, then I'm going to go with Will Faber, uh, inside linebacker for Lending Christians. Uh, you know, you got you got to play that assignment football against the wing T, and he's just we one of those heard all year, Tyler. Yeah, well, and it's it's bad on us because that kid's a stud and and he's and he's their center on offense uh inside linebacker on, on defense just a, a center and a linebacker yeah, yeah. my yeah. guy right there exactly he is he is tough nosed led them in tackles last year as a junior does he and that does was he a, have like tape on his wrist of course he does of yeah, course beautiful he does. you know what else yeah. he needs he needs the the old school joe nash face mask Right. And he needs the uh, Steve Etman, Jason Shorak pads. You know, the pads <laughs> well, that were like yes. halfway up your head. Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, his his, his his running mate next to him, Davis Gatterman, has that. So, uh, you know, I they and they look so similar. You know, they, they're both like 5'10", but they weigh like 2'10". You were know, they both they're just playing for last year when I saw Yes, him? yes. Yes, and I'm pretty sure before somebody stole my rosters, I'm pretty sure I had bunch of notes about both those guys yeah and they were both coming back this year uh they're, they're but will yeah will and and davis gatterman he plays left tackle on offense so um but yeah will i think i think will favor is just gonna get a lot of action between the tackles he's a smart player he's gonna play that assignment defense and uh he plays kind of with an extra emotion that 
is just gonna be is just gonna be very uh, contagious around the defense, and I think he's gonna be a he's my pick for defensive player of the week coming up. All right, uh, so you. Okay, you got to remind me. Who the heck did you pick on? Oh, Aiden Rodriguez on offense. Aiden Rod- yes. And defense was? Will Faber on, Will from Linden Christian. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Stats uh, recently released, correct, on the front page of the website? Yeah, yeah, today. Four and, five and a half tackles, 4.5. What is that, tackles for a loss? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it looks like he's been a, a pretty good player. I'm going to, I mean, I feel like I should double up. I, f- I feel like I should always <laughs> double down. Right. Double up, whatever you want to say. Whatever yeah. I say is going to be what it is because that's what I'm saying. Uh, and you know what, Tyler? I'm going to Diakianis. Go <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yes. Elijah Diakianis, Marco Samukovic. I couldn't spell either name, but you know what? <laughs> that's who I'm picking this week. I love it. And you know, it's not a bad pick because Seahome can really throw it around. And I think that's going to be the big thing. The Linden defense is going to be, the secondary is going to be tested a little bit. And I think that they're going to be ready for it. Obviously, they saw Stilicum, so they, they can see any kind of pass offense. And those guys stepped up for that game. And I, I, I think you're right about Diakianis, about being in the middle of some, some good action in the passing game. Well, Tyler, that's, um, I mean, that's going to be it. But here's the problem, all right? Okay. <laughs> we are under an hour right now. Oh. Frankly, we cannot, we, we just can't stop at this moment. So what we're going to do, is a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned that Zach Sitma yeah. is a guy that you want to be when you grow up, right? And you kind of you kind of went a little crazy today about uh, Mark Holloman. <laughs> so what I want to know is, uh-huh. who was the first guy you wanted to be when you grow up from Whatcom County? Uh, as a football player? As a football player, like who was the first guy? Like 1992, Tyler Anderson goes. <laughs> I want to be that guy when I grow up. Who was it? Who was the first guy, Tyler? Ty Harrison. Not Ty even Harrison. close. Who, where did he play? What position? Put, okay, so I can tell you a little story if that's okay. A short story. Uh, yeah, he, was right. a, he, was a, he was a wide receiver and a safety and a kicker and punter and return kicks and punts. Okay. And his senior year, my brother's a junior. Wait, okay? where, where is he from? Meridian. Meridian, okay. You, you, you stood next to him on the sideline uh, on Tuesday night. Uh, he's a he's a defensive coach now, so he. I looked up to my brother a lot, and and he was a my brother played corner, and and he was pacing back and forth the night before the Meridian game, and I'm I'm in eighth grade, I'm just a ball boy, I don't really know a whole lot yet about the other teams, and and I'm like, what are you so worried about? And he goes, I might have to cover Ty Harrison if he comes to my side of the field, I have to cover Ty Harrison. He's like, he's like, he's like all state. You know, the fastest guy in the world. Like, there's no way that I can do it. And he scores, like, 30 points a game basketball and blah, 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 blah. And, and I just – and I was like, really? Because to me, my, my brother is it. Like, to yeah. me, because in the backyard, older brother, he's the guy, right? And I'm thinking, okay, whatever. I'm like, what number does he wear? He says six. I said, okay, I'm going to watch for him. And then I, so I'm a ball boy. I go out there, and he's kicking, like, 50-yard field goals in pregame. And, and Wait, who? Ty Harrison. Kicking fifty-yard field goals, and he's a good receiver in pregame. Yes, and and I'm just like this guy is who I want to be. This is exactly who I want to be, and and he 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 caught four passes, three of them for touchdowns, um, none of them against my brother. Uh, he was luckily on the other side. Um, I mean, it was just and everything he did was so smooth. I think he intercepted a pass that year. He was all state deep on defense. He went down to a JC in California to play football. He led the whole conference in interceptions. Just a super awesome guy. Um, and I, I mean, talk about man crush. Holy cow! I, I, and his name's, you know, his 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 name's Ty. And I thought, man, I want to go by Ty now instead of Tyler. Uh, he was he was it for me. Uh, and then a couple and Coach Ames knew knew about this. And a couple years ago, I, when I went to practice, he looks at me and he goes. You, do you want to meet Ty Harrison? And I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of scared to meet him. He goes, <laughs> he's like, well, he's 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 coaching with us now. He's right over there. And I turned beet red. He goes out there and tells Ty that I'm standing there, and he you know, and he knows you know he knows how I feel. And he comes over and is the nicest guy in the world. And and uh, yeah, he, what an awesome player he was. 
and uh, man, just he could he could do no wrong in my eyes. He was just a fantastic player, and it was you know it really opened my eyes because it was somebody that was going against my brother and all his friends, you know. Yes. And and just dominated. So yeah, Ty Harrison was awesome. Obviously, I can't get him to do picks, obviously, because um, he's a coach. So because he's a coach, yes. Yeah, I don't want him to. You know, I mean, maybe in the playoffs or something. I was like gonna that. say maybe if they don't make it sure further he could do it there but yeah right but yeah just uh just an awesome awesome athlete and cool guy that's awesome so ty harrison what 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 years was he at meridian yeah yeah he graduated in 93 so he was he, he was so a this starter been before bob ames became dr evil <laughs> yeah yeah this was this was before uh, dr evil bob ames yeah and before the phantom of meridian and and uh, but uh, but he was still was uh, very golly gee I don't know uh, we like we you know we we really tremble when the cross country team runs by um, you know I remember one year he's you know he said I think we're gonna go one and eight and I was like one and eight uh, that's awesome and 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 he goes oh wait a minute I'm I'm sorry you know the the uh, the uh, the uh, the little sisters school for the blind just took us off their schedule so. I guess we're gonna go zero and nine or something. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, just a class act that guy. Uh, so so funny. Yeah, character exactly. All right, well let's wrap it up right there. We're officially over an hour, so we're good to go now. <laughs> uh, I mean, if if you think we could script any of this stuff, I mean, you you have way way overthought the production value that we have <laughs> associated with this podcast. All right, uh, Tyler. Thanks again for everything. Um, We'll be back, obviously, next week. Um, if you have time, head over to WatcomPreps.com. Uh, I know you already have the offensive and defensive stuff up. I would assume special teams are coming here, uh, what would it be, tomorrow? And then yeah. Friday, a little bit of predictions. Cause no Thursday games this week, correct? Right, right. I still need to write the story about the Meridian Granite Falls game, so I'll, I'll be putting that up soon. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it'll have the special teams. And then, and then Friday morning, it'll be our, our picks with our beautiful faces and the guest picker. <laughs> with our beautiful faces and also jeff so, whoa uh, hey gotta get the shot in each week. yeah yeah uh, yeah all righty head over to Wacom's <laughs> preps find the donate button drop tyler some cash make everything easy help him out a little bit it's awesome we're having fun doing this uh tyler thanks again wacompreps.com i'm rylan spencer cascadiapreps.com we will talk to you next week Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.